Okay, hey, hey folks, uh, welcome to Shenanigans with Biscuits and Gravy. Uh, as usual, Biscuit, I am Biscuits, and the other gentleman is Gravy. Grape. Yes, I am. That's right. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. All thin and white and laid up on your biscuit. That's <laughs> gross. And a foreskin the oh. size of his truck. Hey, 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 oh God. So, dude, uh, you know I'm a nurse. Yeah. So I had three guys this weekend as my patients, all three on the ventilator. All three either were COVID or have finally been ruled out. Uh-huh. And all of them had foreskin. <laughs> Every single one. I was like, this is the worst weekend of baths I have ever given. Because, you know, you know, you just, it stuff gets hot and it accumulates under there and you got to make sure you clean it. Yeah. And, you know, being a dude that has it, I'm like, oh, poor bastard. Yeah. Yeah. It was rough. Mm-hmm. Rough baths. Nine baths in total. Yeah, you know, I'm going to have to put a poll or something out for people that had it and see if they have any have foreskin. You see if there's... <laughs> well, what bums me out is they were all like... 60s and up. Yeah, yeah. So I get why they didn't do it back then with sterile procedures and, you know, rates of infection, whatnot. Like, I get that. But, like, I'm young. I'm yeah. like, damn. Well, foreskin cutting has been going on for thousands of years. So, I mean, it's, it has. It has. Yeah. But I'm just talking about, you know, U.S. medical wasn't the best, <laughs> you know, in the, in the 50s. Yeah, yeah true. But you are right. The practice has been going on since uh, ancient Hebrews. Yeah, yes. That is correct. That is. I know this. I read it somewhere. It was a book. What's it called? Old Testament. That's it. Yeah, or the Tanakh. (laughs) The Torah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, you, you, uh, you uncircumcised heathen, you 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 Gentile. That's right. I'm That's... like, oh man, I'm as Gentile as they come. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's so awesome. You uncircumcised heathen. Yeah. That is like the most specific insult. <laughs> <laughs> if if you ever insult me from now on, it needs to be that. I absolutely love that. That is fantastic. <laughs> Only if it's in public where people can hear. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'll be the best. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I like Gosh. to make it weird. So, I asked you to watch uh, a trailer today. Yes, the new yes. remake of Dune coming out. Mm-hmm. And what do you think? Hold on, I gotta turn this fan off. Oh, turn the fan off. Toggle the O-N-O-F-F switch. No, it's it's one of those pressure-sensitive ones. Where you're, uh-uh. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, I hate those. Because I've got a couple of my fingers. I've got a lot of skin that's been burned off. Yeah. So it's the it's a lot smoother, but not... There's, they're like, I don't have smooth hands. They've been cut, everything, but it's like the the ridges where the fingerprint is. Yeah. Are not as defined as they used to be. No. Yeah. Just got it's just basically been worn out to where 
oh hey yeah. it's smooth it's like no 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 i've 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 burned my fingers <laughs> i burned my hands it's <laughs> skin is supposed to be there is no longer there yeah yeah but uh that happens yeah yeah, yeah. once in a while um <laughs> so yeah i i watched it and it looked pretty good but you know yeah. and I, here's my thing original came out in 1984 and then in 2000 there's a three-part miniseries of tv yeah see and, i didn't know that and that's interesting i remember watching that i think like uh maybe a year or two after it came out and it wasn't too bad you know yeah um and at the time the original one was still pretty fresh in my mind but man it's been like 20 years since that you know the miniseries came out it is yeah. not fresh in my mind anymore so when you texted me and I looked at the uh, uh, trailer. And it's been almost 40 years since the original. Yeah. I mean, for God's sake. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's Let's the thing. About I, that. I went on shortly after. I went on uh, uh, on Amazon, you know, and I got the, you know, I started watching it. I, there was no way I was going to finish it because it's like two hours and something of minutes, but. What, the original or the yeah, remake? The, re- the original, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. You ain't going to finish the original that anytime soon. Like you start that, you settle in. You order pizza. Yeah. You know, make sure you've had a bath in the last three days. Shit's going down. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. But uh, um, I'm so I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch the original like all over again. Yeah. And then I'll probably after that I may. I may watch the miniseries. I don't know. So. So I watched it, man. And here's here's my high hopes, and the things I think are gonna happen. <clears throat> high hopes right they dig more into the background a little bit like why the Harkonnens and House Atreides are at war really like how the Spice Melange took over and you know uh, uh, what were the ones the what were they called oh shit I should remember this I'm sorry the ones that had the brains the navigators yeah, the navigators yeah. that opened up the portals and shit like that. I hope they get more into that. Because mm-hmm. that backstory is really what made the book. And, you know, that's what made it really interesting. It's what made it an epic. Yeah. But from what I see on the trailer, it almost feels like it's following the original almost beat for beat. They're going to rush through it and not give a bunch of the details. The Have you did. noticed that? Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah, yeah. And that's... Like, but the graphics, like when uh, uh, the the witch mother, like, uh, tells him to put his hand in the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she whips the needle to his neck. Like I'm like, oh, I was, oh <laughs> man, the graphics, the the costuming, uh, all that looks twenty it, times better. I mean, I, I, I twenty times is stupid. A thousand times better. That when the giant worm comes up there. Yeah. And he's standing. Oh, man. See, it's like when they have that worm sign, like, that's the shit I'm excited to see. Yeah. Because it is here's, so good if they do it right. Here's what I'm thinking is, like like you were mentioned, they're not going to go into the backstory like in the book. Yeah. They're going to keep it pretty much the same as the original, but it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be action-packed majority of the way through it. Amazing graphics. It'll be exciting. But yeah. I don't think it will be deep. No, the no. book was deep. That was yeah. there was, I mean, even the original movie that it, came out in '84. I mean, it tried. Yeah, it yeah. tried like hell. 
but it just it just didn't get there. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that they're putting Dave Batista in it. Yes, yes. I like the guy who played. Uh, he was in all the Thor movies and Avengers. Played the scientist, the Swedish guy. Uh, his his son played uh, Skarsgård. Is his last name. Hmm. He's got the two sons that are actors. Uh, Skarsgård. Sven Sven Skarsgård. I think his name is. Wait, Dave anyway. Batista. Dave Batista. He's gonna play uh, Harkonnen's uh, one son, the big burly yeah, one. He, he played. Uh, uh, he was in the. Mo- Dave he Batista. was Drax in uh, yeah, in Drax, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. But he's it, uh, it showed him in it. It showed uh, that Sven Skarsgård playing um, mm-hmm. Baron Harkonnen. I dig that. Yeah. They're using a much younger guy for Paul Atreides. Yeah, I noticed that. I think that's going to work out better. Because it gives it like an Ender's Game kind of vibe, you yeah. know. A child will lead them, you know, kind of biblical, more prophetical. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, okay, here's the 30-year-old dude <laughs> going to lead us to the promised <laughs> land. <laughs> Come on, Paul Maudib, let's knock this shit out. Oh, my God, yeah. I'm excited, though, dude. I am yeah, really I am too. And I'm that sure a lot of women will be excited that uh, uh, Jason uh, um, fumbled. Jason, Mo- Jason Momoa's in yeah. it, dude. Yeah. I so, saw that, too. I was, like, shaved. He doesn't look right without a beard now. Yeah, he, yeah, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Dude, he, he, he looks like that chubby kid you just shouldn't have made fun of. Yeah. Like, no lie. His cheeks look so puffed out. I was like, damn, I don't even recognize him. But, I mean, of course, he's Jason Momoa ripped. Yeah. You know, dude. But I was just like, dang. Which made me think of the uh, the Justice allergy. League. I'm like, did they, did they have to CGI his face because he's doing, like, an Aquaman 2? And this was just kind of a thing. I hope not. God, oh. that would fuck this oh. up. God, yeah. Yeah, because it just didn't look like him. I'm going to have to look at it again. Cause I, I'm going to watch I'm, it again, but it just didn't look like him to me. Maybe it's a peanut allergy he had while he was doing it. You, you never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of peanut allergies, dude, Um, my nephew who was joining the Marines, yeah. wanted to join the Marines, but he couldn't because he had a peanut allergy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a tolerance test. He passed. His doctor signed off on it. So he is joining the Marines. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, oh shit! You know what? Okay, I'm. I've gotten really bad. This will be number three of podcasts that I've yet to upload. Because the oh, other two, I, I I totally. I just keep doing a whole bunch of different things, multitasking. I totally forget about it. And it's sitting right here. I went to, because uh, I opened up my the Avayer program, which records uh, from uh, Skype. If anybody doesn't know, if you want a good program to record Skype conversations, um, Evayer, E-V-A-E-R. Um, I think it was a one-time pay for it, but uh, that's what we use to record. And from there, I edit it with a different program, but... Uh, I, I look and it has like, you know, history and I'm like, oh wait, there's a whole bunch I forgot to erase on there. It's like, wait a minute, no, those are the other two podcasts I forgot to <laughs> do. Like, whoops. No so, big deal. I, I, I'm going to have those done by, uh, uh, the, before this month ends. How about that? <laughs> hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. Dude, here's something interesting I heard today while okay. perusing videos. 
Did you know Walt Disney was a special agent for the FBI? Let's go into conspiracy theories. Ooh, I, I can see it because I remember he uh, he did know several. He had some issues with uh, communists. Um, communists, yes, Democratic uh, uh, Party individuals, and also some of the uh, uh, the labor unions. And labor unions were where it was at, and um, yeah. it was actually J. Edgar Hoover and him had been friends since 1936, and they became friends due to labor uh, union disputes that uh, Disney brought to the government, mm -hmm. and he was actually made a special agent, bro. Yeah, because some, uh, some of the comedy students, they literally were trying to put him out of business. They were attacking him as his... his I mean, some people don't really notice. I mean, they, they went after Walt Disney. People yeah. went after him. You know, the bad people. And it's... I, I can see it. I can see it. I, I really well, can. Well, look, anybody who's got... Who has money-making capability, mm -hmm. people are going to go after. You know, I mean, think about the mob in New York City. Yeah. Why, they were heavily involved in construction. Why? Because... Construction was constantly going on in the city. Yeah, uh, it's uh, never ending. Labor union is a big thing. Uh, yeah, New York. It was in Hoffa. in, in uh, Chicago. Oh, uh, the mother of all conspiracy theories, Hoffa. Where is Hoffa? Oh, dude, in like the movie that you had me watch, the Irishman. Oh yeah, yeah. That that and yeah. I, what I like about that is it's an easy way to, you know, it, without having to go through all the different things to explain the. The whole Hoffa and all those all those guys, his mobsters and everything. You know, I just tell someone, hey, go watch Irishman. It'll help you understand it better. You know, yeah, but from that area, you can branch out. And everybody said, like, you know, that's not what really happened. There was, uh, who is it? Uh, Michael, Michael Francis. Uh, the guy, he actually did time. He, he has videos mm -hmm. on YouTube and stuff. And he actually says, no, he, you know, that guy, uh, he didn't actually kill Hoffa. I, you know, Hoffa is gone. I, you know, he's like compacted in a car or something. He actually tells, mm -hmm. you know, what happened to Hoffa and how he'll never be found. Do you, yeah, I'm going to have to look that up. But it does show the intricacies. Yeah. And how everything was woven together. And that that's the thing. That's a key thing. That's why I said, that's why yeah. I was saying people, you know, if you're not really familiar with how it went down, you know, those little like side details and all the little stuff, you can watch the movie from their branch out. And when yeah. I say branch out, start with one guy or another guy. He, like you were saying, uh, what's his uh, name? Uh, 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 I'm drawing a blank. Help me out here. The, the guy that... Awful? No, the guy that killed Hoffa or said he didn't. What's, what's oh, the you talking about the Irish? Uh, Michael Francis is the guy yeah. who said he didn't. Yeah. And now he was he was uh, I think a captain, and in, in in one of the the five families, and he was such a money maker it was ridiculous. Like he earned millions for him in months. Like he was pulling in more money than Vegas was. <clears throat> yeah. Like this guy was big. And so when he says something about the mob, you kind of listen. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, he says it didn't happen like that. Yeah, I'm probably more apt to believe him than Martin Scorsese. <laughs> but to to anybody's listening, like I said, if you're curious, like I said, oh, the Irishman, then go to uh, uh, Michael Francis. Go look up his story separately. Go look up all these different guys, you know. And then 
you know, because you'll you'll have your base, and from there you can spread out and learn more. Another good one is uh, Danny Green. Mm-hmm. Hell, they had that movie "Kill the Irishman" about him, and mm-hmm. he was involved in the uh, the unions. He was part of the uh, Irish labor union, mm-hmm. and he was taking kickbacks and everything, and had his whole office painted green. Used to sit outside with no T-shirt on and a gold chain. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, only the 70s could give us these people. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They said this, yeah, that, well, the 60s or the 80s was when it started getting weird. You know, we, the, the, I think the 80s had, like, the worst hair design over the last hundred years. I think the 80s was the worst. Really? I, I think even... Not just women, but even guys back then, you would have like, kind of like you do like a comb over, but in the yeah. front, it was like a wave. Oh, yeah. And some dudes took that to an extreme, you know, and yeah. women, of course, would do that, like the really high bangs, kind of like you're climbing a ladder. And then after you but, get to the top, about two or three stories, you finally go down the, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> why do you think the air, when you say hair music, it's the 80s? They call it yeah, hair reason for a reason. Hair you know, bands. When 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 you when there's when guys have better hair than women. That's that's uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the amount of Aquanet used back then was uh, staggering. Yeah, very. That was frightening. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Shit. <sighs> So I, Dude, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to, for, anyways, life far as to finish off the Dune. Um, oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to watch it. I think I'm going to go oh, to the I theater to watch it if the theater's even open by then. But uh, God, I hope it is. But I want, uh, I want to see that in the theater. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Because I uh, think it will be, if I can get an IMAX theater, oh, you know, for me, that would even be better. Oh, yeah. Because I, I would like to see the original, you know, in an IMAX theater. Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee you those sweeping landscapes and giant spaceships and stuff, I mean, it'd be so impressive. Well, the but, uh, uh, the, the the movie theater downtown that's uh, right next to Dave & Buster's, they serve beer. They used to not serve beer. It, oh, yeah, the one upstairs. Yeah, yeah, they serve right beer. Next to Dave Buster's. They serve beer now? No kidding. Yeah, wow. and, and the, the, the chairs are like couch recliner or like... Like the oh, colors. they changed that a lot now. Oh, I know, I know. It's well, I'm I'm glad they changed it now because I used to go to Dave and Buster's, then go over there to watch a movie and fall asleep and not remember the movie, then have to buy another ticket and go back in <laughs> watch the movie again. <laughs> it was so lie, frustrating. They got so much business for me; it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've done that. Um. <clears throat> Okay, what where else were we? Is oh, that nothing. grill like still uh downstairs and like I, I know Buca de Beepo is like right downstairs. Beppo, Buca de Beppo's. Yes, yes, that's yeah, there. Yeah, that's right downstairs, Dave and Buster's. But to the right, uh me and Emily one time went to uh uh it was like a grill over there and we had like these awesome vinegar fries. Mm. Like it was like a legit old school like fifties diner, but it had a, a modern feel to it. I don't know. Oh, that place is awesome. They, their vinegar fries, See? it was like, it almost had like English pub food, like scotch eggs. Yeah. And shit. Oh, man. Dude, there's so much shit that's changed. Uh, back in, uh, 
Uh, I forgot what, what what the little small little mall was. It was like a little two story thing. That's where. They oh yeah, had. over to the right of uh, where uh, Dave and Buster's was, like right down Waikiki Boulevard, right yeah, there. Yeah, and that's where they had yeah, that, that old wood store. Building. Yeah, the old wood building had all the wines and all the customized gins and shit. And the beers in the back. For yeah, the yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they tore that whole complex, that whole place down. Oh. And it's something else. And I don't even know where, because I used to go to get the comic books that were on the second floor. Yep. And then I would uh, go down and get some alcohol from that first one where the, the liquor place was. See, I always went to the As Seen on TV store, which is right on the corner. Yes, yes, yes. It's like that closest one. to everything. I was in there like, every time I went down there. I was like, I'm just going <laughs> to run in here right fast. <laughs> And I was always buying this dumb ass scene on TV shit. And it, of course, I'd use it three times and it break. I'm like, yeah. fucking thing. I'm going to get these socks with copper in them to make my, yeah, dumb <laughs> shit. <laughs> Cut through that shit away. God, I love that place. Uh, the most expensive, useless shit that you'll ever buy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, God, I can't believe it. They tore that down. That sucks. Mm hmm. And the, the, the bookstore used to be, like, right on the end, one of the places there, which, wherever the bookstore was, is now a two-story bath and beyond. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Because that's, that's what downtown Waikiki needs, is a fucking bed, bath, and beyond. Do you like Because me? every everybody down there is buying comforters for their hotel stay. I mean, really? You, I could hear you, boy. I could hear you yelling in there. Like that's I don't want to hear it. You know I'm doing a podcast. No, just just nod your head. And say yes, Dad. Okay. Yes, Dad. All right. Sorry about that. <laughs> I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were doing something, so I was like, ah, oh, whatever. I'll go along. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I had posted on Facebook. Uh, you know. Uh, it was a, th- a little meme and it said you know me driving my family around where I grew up and it's like that used to be a blockbuster that used to be a Sears that used to be a blockbuster and oh. I had posted like I'd love to take my wife and son to Arizona like oh, just one weekend yes. drive them around like this is where I went to high school this is you know where I lived this is this you know just take them around and everyone was like Man, so much has changed. You wouldn't even recognize it anymore. And there's these bills. I was like, man, that's so depressing. <laughs> now, I know shit's got to change. I, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. But oh, like, dude, where I grew up, there, But where I grew up, there was so much expansive desert still. Even like right near my house, we would ride our mountain bikes less than two minutes mm-hmm. and literally be in the desert that would go like three miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to... Uh, and to know that that's gone sucks. <laughs> is it locked? Jagger, is it locked? Yes. Okay, then you can wait like go in there later. Watch some TV or turn that off. Oh, it's dead. Is... Okay. What's up, dude? Just, just... Hi. Gary says hi. 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 <laughs> cool. So, uh, yeah, and, and okay... Just from the time you were last in Hawaii till now, a huge change with all kinds of places. Like oh, wow. Places that aren't even around anymore, which is disturbing, like Byron's down on uh, Nimitz. I used to love that place. Gone. 
Um, so now back home, I let's see. I joined the military in '99. Yeah, it was early '99. Yeah, yeah, you were you were one year after me. And then uh, I went home on leave in like sometime in 2000. I think it was Christmas 2000. Come back and um, let's see. Where did I put this? There it is. So I come back 2000. All right, 2000. I go back in 2006 because my yeah, that's when my dad had a. That's when he had a heart attack. And then he died two years later. Mm-hmm. So that's when I went back then. And, oh yeah, I also went back in uh, early 2007, right before going to Afghanistan. So I've only been home a few times. And each one, it's just, it's like, I don't recognize it at all. You know, yeah. it's, it's, there's so many places which is country. And you can just look and just keep looking. And now there's shopping malls. You know, there's... You know, there, there's, yeah, I, it, dude, I never met a Filipino until I got to Hawaii. Okay, there's a huge Filipino pop, population down in Kansas City. I didn't know. Is there really? Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. But uh, and it's just it's there's so much has changed. It's just I don't. Yeah. I never care to go back. You know. I I want to just because like. Well, I haven't been back to Arizona in 15 years. Yeah. You know, and it's where I spent my formative years. And I I really want to take my wife and son there like in a July and August, like when the heat is just fucking God awful. So I can be like, see, this is where I grew up. <laughs> yeah. Like dead in the middle of the worst part of it. Now, what I did like was uh, the Ozarks in Missouri. That was always a, fav- a favorite of mine. Huh. My dad lived in, uh, what, just outside of Stockton, Missouri. Hmm. And Jericho Springs, population of 129. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, there's a couple of cities, like Metz, Missouri, as one was like that. I don't know what it is oh. now. But... The, the smallest town I've ever been through. And I don't know about you, but it was Mammoth, Arizona, and it was population nine. Okay, that's a little less than I've been. No <laughs> joke, it was a trailer park. That's it. <laughs> there's uh uh there's the I think the one that I that I remember it was it was about a block and a half. You had the gas it was a like one of those gas stations that was also used as your the grocery store. You go yeah, buy yeah, alcohol, yeah. you yeah. get your, you know, you're pretty much a, a miniature midget version of Walmart. Yeah. With gas. And um, you also had a, uh, there was a post office and there was a bar that had absolutely no name. And they only served beer. They didn't have no, no liquor at all. And they would make this homemade bloody beers that were just amazing. And, um... But that was it. They didn't even have a police station. The police station was in the, the was in the sheriff's home. It was just it was just his house. I mean, that's you know, when you post office, you know, a bar in a small little gas station. Those are the only three things in the town. That's <laughs> funny. What? 
Oh, the throat's a little sore. No, you're all right. But yeah, uh, small towns. That's uh, uh, what's some other good places I've been to. I'm trying to think, small ass little towns all over. Uh, oh God, there's so many. It's yeah. ridiculous. I'd rather talk about places around the world, but yeah. Right. Like, I, my dad was asking me that. He was like, do you miss Spain? I'm like, dude, every day. Because just the attitude. Mm-hmm. Really. Like, and it was, you know, we worked maybe three hours a day. Max, when we were on land. Because we were, our job was out at sea. Mm-hmm. So when we were on shore, it was kind of come in, fiddle around, fuck around, okay, go home. You know, you keep up on your quals and whatnot, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the beach and drink wine. And then it'd be siesta time, and everybody would go to the bar. Mm-hmm. And and then you'd be like, I need to go to the bank. And then the bank's not open because the guy who works at the bank is still drunk at the bar. <laughs> so you're like, fuck it, I'll go back to the bar. Because the bank's not going to open again today. <laughs> I think of all my... And chill. I just uh. mm. the one that I liked the most was Thailand. That was like that. Cause pretty really it. it, it I mean, Patia Beach. Uh, uh Phuket. 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 Yeah, yeah. But uh, which actually like just within a matter of days after we left, they had a big tsunami that came in. <clears throat> Maybe it was a couple of weeks or months. White devil. Some sometime. Yeah. Of course, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, it was it was amazing. There was just so much to do. Everybody was, you know, they're like, "Oh, Americans, they get money," but everything was so cheap. I bought yeah. a bar for the night, you know, and it Rented was mine. I could do anything I wanted there, and I did. Huh? You know, there were some things I did that were illegal, but hey, it was mine. <laughs> it's but, hard to think of anything that's illegal in Thailand. I, I know it, it really is. I mean, I'm having difficulty. <laughs> I mean, when, like, when the cops come, the it's okay. Certain nefarious activities. And I remember doing this with some police officers that come walking down one of the street once. And I was like, it was me and my buddy. And we're yelling at them from like this little balcony, which is a bar, like a, this particular one. It was it was kind of like an old, uh, uh, kind of like a log cabin, but a bar. And yeah. it's looking down at the street, the cops were yelling at them. Hey, you, we're, just, we're cursing at them, telling them, come on up, come on up, go drink. Talking shit, they come up, we buy them, they start drinking with us. They're cops, they're on duty, they don't care. <laughs> buy them some alcohol. <laughs> um, one of them was actually the one where we found out about the go-kart races where you can drink. You oh, can get cool. drunk in the go-kart races. And it's funny because where you had the go-kart, the track, and where you go to sign up and get the beer and everything is in the middle yeah. of the track. So you actually have to cross the track to <laughs> not get it. <laughs> It's already an obstacle course. <laughs> and this is when this is the point when you're technically sober, you know. Challenge accepted. <laughs> and it's hours. You just you would just drink, drive, eat, drink, drive, eat, just oh, yeah, over yeah. and over. Um <clears throat> Yeah. Dude, I I I love Don Diego Garcia. When we went skeet shooting, they actually had a beer thing out there. I'm like, really? I was like, is this the safest thing we can do is handle shotguns and drink alcohol? (laughs) (laughs) They had a skeet shooting competition. There's everybody brought a cooler. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) 
Are you shooting, Parker? Hell no. <laughs> Let's stand way back here. <laughs> you crazy assholes. Uh, Singapore was uh, definitely the cleanest place I've ever oh. been to. And I'll tell you, it's one of the most courteous. <laughs> oh, Singapore? I'm, yeah, because yeah. um, I remember we flew in there from San Francisco. So that was a 15-hour flight from San Francisco to Singapore. Mm. And we were catching a military hop the next morning from Singapore to Garcia. So we ended up spending the night at an Air Force barracks. And the guy was like, well, there's no officers here. I'll put you up in the officer's barracks. And I was like, wow, that's really nice. So did that. And I went down and I was like, look, man, uh, we haven't eaten really besides plain food. And he goes, oh, I'll order you food. And I said, okay. And he he's like, anything? I was like, anything. I said, just whatever. Dude put in a food order. I said, is there any way to get any cigarettes or anything? I said, I'm out of smokes. So he goes, I got that too. Had everything delivered to us. Like, super nice. Really accommodating. And in the morning, I was like, yeah, we got to get up early. And he goes, I know exactly where you got to go. I'll have a taxi here waiting for you at this time. I'll set, you know. I mean, wow. Yeah. The service was impeccable. I had uh, uh, I, one of the hotels I stayed in while I was in Singapore. Because mm-hmm. I've been to Singapore, I think, three times, if I remember correctly. Um, yes, three times. The... Um, uh, I asked, I asked one of the, the tenants or whatever it was down to receptionist at the hotel. I said, hey, I'd like to get a suit made for me. I said, do you know where to go? And she's like, oh, no, no worries. Uh, she's, you go whatever, have fun. I'll call you, and uh, they'll be here. So yeah. I go out drinking. I get some food. You know, this is an, it's in the middle of the day, you know, and I'm like, I'm going to come home for a little bit, maybe take a nap or something, just chill before I go do real drinking. And I get there, and this guy's been waiting for like three hours. He was wow. there three hours, and he gets there. I go, you know, he and he does all the measurements and everything. He's like, all right, and he's like, just give me a couple of days. I'm like, okay. And next thing I know, like, I go in one day. From a, uh, I had duty, and then I got off duty like the next morning. And I'm like, I'm fucking tired. Do I want to get drunk and then go to sleep, or go to sleep and then get drunk? I don't know. It's kind of hard to, and I, I'm not sure. I could just get drunk, go to sleep, and get drunk again. I see no fail. <laughs> I don't, I see no issue either way. And uh, I get there and the lady's like, hey, hey, your your suit, your suit, sir. I'm like, oh, shit. Man, it's, it's, uh, I got some like uh, sheets, like just, oh, shit. I got some sheets, got a suit, got, uh, uh, what was that? What's that green gems? What is that shit? Um, Emerald? No, 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 no. It's something else. Um, Green. A green gem that's not an emerald. Not, maybe not an emerald, but a stone. I'm trying to think what the hell it's called. Amethyst? Amethyst is purple. Know. I don't know. Okay, whatever. Jade. 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 Yes. Jade. Oh, good one. Okay. So I, I, I well, got it. Okay, so it's not a precious stone. It's no, just a no, stone. It's a stone. Exactly. Oh, okay. That's why I didn't say precious. Okay. I, precious. I misunderstood. I, I assumed. That is my fault, sir. I assumed. I'm not I'm Spiegel. Sorry. Spiegel. Spiegel. Okay. Smeagol. Smeagol. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got a bunch of different things with Jade. And uh, I had one of my old submarine warfare badge. I actually had that made out of Jade. And I thought that was cool as hell. That is cool as hell. And uh, 
bunch of other little trinkets of this and that. I think I only maybe about a third of the stuff I bought actually survived. But yeah, it was yeah. uh great place. Some of it was kind of expensive. It is. Yeah. It is. It's and costly. I, I've I, I've talked about the my the zoo there several times on this podcast through several episodes. You know, I mean getting drunk with an orangutan at the Singapore Zoo. <clears throat> <laughs> it's like one of the highlights of my life you know i've been like 90 years old hey grandpa yeah. tell us this story again <laughs> well, there's me and this orangutan and we just both had that glint in our eye yeah we're like let's get fucked up <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it was uh all kinds of stuff to do man eh. well uh... Japan, That's the Japan joy. was nice. Japan was nice. Although, see, I, w- I was only there. I was there for two days once, and then a one night layover. Okay. So literally, it was like a blur of bars. The only different ports I went to was Yakuska and Sasebo. And here's the thing with that oh. Sasebo. There's some place when you go out. There's like you go one direction. They don't like white people, and they'll make it obvious they don't like white people. The other part you go, you're good. And then yeah. And Yakuska, you know, once you get out of Yakuska and you start going to all these other little villages like Rapongi and all different ones, you know, to Tokyo and everything, you know, you, you may come across some of that. Um, I found the Shopping Mall of Horrors. Okay, don't be confused with the Four Floors of Horrors in Singapore. Oh, yeah. This, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to, let me, let me go over this. Folks, in Singapore, there's a mall. Okay, it's Four Floors. And yes, there are horrors there. Okay, uh, it's you know, literally a bunch of brothels in a mall, it, it, and regular stores too, like regular. Yeah. So you you could <laughs> it's, put it this way: if a guy, let's say you wake up and you got a weekend, you got a day off, you can go there and get some breakfast. Okay, you can go watch a movie. You know what? Let's go get a couple clothes or whatever, or something like that. All right, good. You know, you can actually have this shop where you can put your stuff in like a little uh, uh, box to, well, at least they had it then, like a little locker box. So you're shopping, you can put that in, you go out, you know, have your lunch, go to a bar. There's a bunch of different bars, and about three quarters of those have hordes in them. So you could do everything that you want to do there, you know, and it's it's a single man's dream, you know. <laughs> it's, uh, but yeah, no, it, this one is a uh, I don't remember the name of this little town, but it was like small. It was like really small. It was like really small apartments, and it was just like street after street after street, and uh-huh. the buildings all looked exactly the same. And they had a sliding door, and if the curtain was closed, that meant that you know business is being conducted. Business and, conducted. And the, the the ladies they lived there, so when you mm-hmm. walk in the sliding door, you literally like there is no living room. You have like this little bar and then the kitchen, which is part of the kitchen. Then there's a set of stairs that were either on the left side or the right side, depending on which side of the, you know, building it was. And yeah. the bedroom and bathroom. That was it. And it was funny because I remember a bunch of the guys, like, you know, I was, I was, you know, in my, in my boat and I hadn't seen him at all for a while. One of the nights we go down there, we end up hooking up with like three other dudes. Like, hey, man. Oh, it's oh, funny you hooked up here. with three other no, guys. Not, not three other. Yeah, you said it. 
But, uh, no, we, we, we met up with him and we're like, hey, man, let's, let's go drinking because everybody's got their fill of what they need. So let's go find Oh, a yeah. You and three other guys got their fill. <laughs> so we, we can't find a bar. And we're sitting there. We're asking the, these prostitutes, where's a bar? And we're all getting different answers. So we're getting kind of pissed off. Because we want alcohol. Our buzz is starting to wear off. We want some alcohol. And then there's one old Japanese lady. She's like, hey, come, come, come. And it, this, my kitchen is as big as this place was. Okay? It's how small it was. Uh -huh. it, it, you had enough people, you could fit three people at the bar. So, you know, you got people standing up. There's us in there. And there's a whole shitload of penis statues inside this place. Penis statues. All awesome. over. Pictures of penises. <laughs> yeah. And this old lady and her husband, that was their place. And so we just drank there. It, it, it was it was it was just weird because this the only bar we could find and we went through like a you know, a bunch of different streets, a bunch of different blocks, you know, nobody could find anything. Or we couldn't find anything. Mm -hmm. Except the penis house. Except the penis the house. The penis house. Penis house. We even called a penis bar, because it was more like a small little shack of a house. The penis house. <laughs> the pee shack. The pe penis. The penis house. That's what it was. It was. How many more oh times gonna God. say that? Penis house. Penis I, I, house. Penis. I, I'm guessing like at least six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, Tokyo was was like the the highlight. The achievement to a short man's height. Okay. Yeah, made you feel like a giant. Oh my god! Walking down a street in Tokyo and it's packed. You can't, you know, walk down without bumping into people. They just—it's so yeah. crowded. And I can just see the top of a whole bunch of blackheads. <laughs> black hair. I just Jeez. see black hair on the top. I'm just like blackheads. Oh. Really? <laughs> Sorry, black hair. I'm about to say black hair. Um, he did not. <laughs> and I'm just like, there's a sea of black hair, and then some colored stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm a giant. I'm a the ginger. I am a god in this place. It is funny because and, and you go into like the stores, like where the technology and shit is, and they always have stuff before any of them oh, came yeah. to us. Of course, like years before it would come to us. Yeah. Hey, I need to smoke. All right, sounds good. We'll be right back, folks. Un momento, por favor. To the penis house. No. Oh. <laughs> yep, yep. Yep, yep. Yep, 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 yep. Anyways. Anyways. Huh? No. No? Yeah. Okay. Purple? Good. Yes. Pancakes. Seven. Uh, green. I, I I'm lost now. I have no idea where to go with that. <laughs> you beat me. Well okay. <laughs> oh, uh, another movie that's coming out, man. That I was going to tell you about. Godzilla, King Kong. Oh, I. I... I don't Yet know another how... one I'm going to have to see in the theater. I haven't even seen... I, I saw a something picture of it, but I didn't yeah. look at the actual video or the trailer. I need to look at the trailer. I'm yeah. curious. It, it looks good. 
But it's one of those, like, is it going to... Are my expectations so big? You know, because I expect it to be pretty good. Yes. And I'm kind of giggly about it, because I'm a huge on the whole, you know, the old black and white King Kong, and also the old, like... uh, the the Godzilla movies and all the other the 1960s ones. Yes. Yeah. Mothra. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about this. Especially after the last one that Kong, what was it? Kong Skull Island with Samuel Jackson and Tom yeah. Hiddleston. Yes. I think I think that was it, yeah. I th- but and oh, I God, John C. Riley was in it. He played that crazy <laughs> Why do you, why do you call them skull crushers? Because because or skull crawlers because it sounds scary. <laughs> you know, and here here's something funny. It is because I was I didn't even see or know about this uh, uh, the Godzilla um, King Kong thing until yeah. I went on uh, Amazon because I was I'm I'm watching I'm on the second season of uh, the Hunt 100. Uh-huh. Because that's, I don't know, it's been around for a bit. I just never did get a chance to watch it. So I'm like, okay, I'm watching it. And and the thing was, before that, I actually was looking up uh, about the um, Castle Bravo experiment, also known as Operation Ca- uh, Castle. Uh-huh. And something I found uh, kind of funny, I, I found out, is that those that experiment, the Castle Bravo experiment, is the precursor to the creation of Godzilla. And SpongeBob SquarePants. You're talking about the bombing of Bikini, Bikini Islands. A- Atoll, yeah. Yeah, it was only supposed to be like uh, like three or four megatons, and it turned out to be like 15 megatons due to a calculation error. Uh huh. And the winds that were supposed to be, you know, from one direction, they changed at the last minute. And so, like, people get sick and shit. And then there there was a dude who was originally on, I, forget, I think he was an astrophysicist or something. He, he was a scientist, but he was on the original Manhattan Project. And he actually had wrote about the, uh, the issues that came from the Castle Bravo experiment and the people that were getting sick. And that's how it, you know, became known. Yeah. And I was just, you know, and... I'm just learning. It's like that. The whole basis of Godzilla was, you know, because the fishing. There's a particular fishing boat. I forgot what the boat was called, and they had to do like a change, a route change. So those guys were getting sick and shit. And th- this is the one where if you got, anybody ever hear a video as we're talking about, they can you know when they're covering their eyes, and they can see through their hands. They can see yeah. like the bones. Yeah, they used to put Navy boats freaking close to... <laughs> well, that's the thing. They had with Navy boats in there, and they said like they would turn around so their back was facing you yep. know, the, the blast. And they said that um, like they would look at their hands and they could see through them. And not to mention that, but the heat was... They said it was like sticking... Uh, they said it was like a, an oven just yeah. shoot blasting air on you. Oh, I wouldn't doubt. Oh, it. so many people got sick from that. I mean, that was the, the Castle Bravo experiment was a huge thing, yeah. and I I, sh- I should go a little more in detail about it sometime. You I, should. I, should. I, I would. I would enjoy that. That that sounds exciting. Oh yeah. How the government likes to experiment on us. I mean, it's so funny. Like MK Ultra, all this shit that the government did. 
And even to the point where, uh, what was that one experiment that Ted Kaczynski was a part of? Oh, um... And he was the control for the group, because he was like a 15-year-old prodigy. Yeah. And 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 this guy ends up mail-bombing, like, <laughs> the U.S., being on the 10 most wanted list for, like, 15 years. Yeah, no, the government's really going to help you out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, holy Jesus. Yeah, there's, uh... There's some conspiracies that go along with the whole ticket to, <laughs> with the old boy. What, what and, was that experiment called? Do you remember? I'm trying to think of it. On the, on the back of my mind, I can't. I, I'm, I'm uh, right now. The hamster's taking a smoke break. He's probably taking a shit, and there's a lot of smoke. Um, the gears are not turning right now. Uh, it's like it starts to and stops. So yeah, I got nothing. Oh well. Yeah. Because it was at Harvard. Right, let me see here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. I know it was when he was at Harvard. Uh, uh, Three-year-long, potentially abusive psychological experiment. Uh, investigations, 1996. Yeah, it was during the Cold War. He was tapped by psychologist Henry A. Murray to take part in a study exploring the effects of stress on the human psyche, a popular area of research during the Cold War. Isn't that special? Hey, hang on one second, but what? Are you still podcasting? Yes, I am. Why are you asking? What, 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 are you, what are you... Are you going to do something bad? Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm watching you. So, so it was more linked to the MK Ultra project. Mm-hmm. I see. That's what I'm seeing. Uh, electrodes monitored as subjects, psychological reactions. To stress. Uh, they were fr- filmed. Uh, subjects, uh, emotional range of like anger, rage, and uh, yeah. This uh, experiment lasted about three years. Verbally abusing and humiliating Kaczynski each week. He spent spent 200 hours as a part of the study. Jesus. Over two years. Yep. Damn. Trying to... That's a lot. That's like every third day getting abused (laughs) for two years. That's a lot, bro. Well, on, on Wikipedia, because I just did a quick search. I, I'm, you know, a quick one, I'm going to Wiki. And it says here that some sources have ex- suggested that Murray's, uh, um, that his experiments were part of the Project MKUltra. Um, uh, I'm not seeing anything else on the internet. I'll, I'll have to find different, use different sources to see what else it has, but. But yeah. Yes, you will. Yes, yes. Damn right you will. Uh, locations of the bombs. Let's see here. Oh, God. Well, he mailed them all over. He mailed them to other schools, to other professors, Northwestern right? Northwestern University, American Northwestern, Airlines. Northwestern, where, where he actually did, I think, his postdoctorate work. Uh, American Airlines Flight 444. Lake Forest, University of Utah, Vanderbilt University, University of California, Berkeley, the Boeing Company in Auburn. Uh, Washington, uh, University of Michigan, Sacramento, Salt Lake City, 
uh, at Burren, California, Yale University, North Caldwell, and Sacramento, California. Again. See, I know he was like an associate professor at Berkeley. I haven't even gone to that. I'll look at that later. Yeah, like well, I, I remember, I remember just reading about him, and I was like, "Wow, he was a very intelligent dude who went way off the rails." Well, usually <laughs> the the worst of them are intelligent. That's something I had. Well, is it, isn't that what they always say though? There's a fine line that genius and insanity walks. Yes, I, I, I know? know that too well. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't, don't do that. Hey, I'm a self, I am a self-proclaimed genius, okay? Self. Oh, well, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. It's important to be self-proclaimed. Exactly. That's what I identify as. <laughs> but Can't take that away come, from me. When Not it today. comes to people with true genius, it seems like they are also a bit tesla You know, I think is another one, you know, one of those that are Elon Musk. You know, they're they're odd ducks, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They they just seem not of almost this world. Yeah. Like Tesla must have seemed like an alien to his peers at the time. Oh yeah, yeah. They thought he was they thought he was crazy. Um I, I wish there was a really good movie that went real on the facts with that. Uh the there was a, the Tesla movie that came out last year. It was pretty good. But Really? Yeah. What was it called? I, I didn't. I didn't see it. I didn't even hear about it. Tesla. It was called Tesla. And <laughs> figures. Oops. I liked his um his portrayal in uh the movie uh The Prestige with Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. It was a, a magician's movie. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I liked his portrayal in that because I was like, wow, that's kind of what he was doing, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, the because like movie... he did. He uh, did end up giving power to Colorado Springs so he could experiment nearby. And it, which, the big thing, it was money and just backhand deals that fucked him up. They do get fucked over royally. Oh, by Edison especially. Yeah, especially He Edison. worked for Edison when he was younger. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, <clears throat> Ethan Hawke plays Tesla in the movie Ooh, Tesla. That's an interesting casting. I like that. Yeah, it, it, I thought it was pretty good. I like Ethan Hawke. Um, let's see, uh, let's see, who are some other good ones? Um, Eve, oh, why does that name not ring a bell? Eve Hooson? Who? Eve, H-E-W-S-O-N? H-E-W-S-O-N, that's the Hewson, that's a last name. Yeah. What's the first first name? name? Eve? Yeah. Like a woman's name, Eve? Like uh, E-V-E? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's a woman. Has has breasts. Well, I thought you said... Oh, okay, never mind. All right. I don't know it's why a, I thought Next subject. Me. Next subject. Anyway. <laughs> Go check it out, man. It came out last year. Ethan Hawke. Tesla. I yeah. will have to check that out. Because I love Ethan Hawke and I love Tesla. Mm-hmm. It, it's pretty good. That's cool. But, Does it go more into like the battle between him and Edison, or, or is it just mainly kind of like a like a biography? It, it, it's kind of like a biography, but it definitely does go into some with him, and because uh, he was, uh, uh, Edison was basically like a little like, what would you call it? like a handyman or whatever, like a student, I guess you would say uh, back uh-huh. then. 
Yeah, he was kind of like a student or something or worked with him. Um, an apprentice. Yeah, an apprentice. And there were there were a few other apprentices, and um, he he would like bring up these ideas, and Edison was just like, "No, you're absolutely nuts. Too dangerous. No, no, this or that." And yeah, there uh, it, it showed some of their uh, animosity between them. Well, I, I love the whole. I I shouldn't say mystique, but that's the wrong word like the the infamousness of edison like you know mm-hmm. a guy had invented supposedly the motion picture and was taking it to some kind of summit and he ends up coming up missing and then six months later edison puts out the motion picture hmm. and it's the the guy's wife was like what because she had seen what he made yeah like edison was a shady dude yeah, he, he uh, definitely I mean, was. He was shady. Yeah, there were some other issues he was going through that he would fuck people over. I, I Really? That would be a good topic on him. But as far as to, like Tesla, with the movies that just you know about Tesla, that's not a biography, this is really the only one that I've seen that really kind of holds a candle to Tesla. And here's what I would like to see. Um, I'd like to see one Edgar Allan Poe. You didn't like the Raven with uh, John Cusack. It was not. It, it, I liked it, but it was more fantastical. Yes, I yes, give you that. Yes, I, I I'd like to see get more like on the the greedy more because he. So was you're saying more like how and drugs sh- and alcohol. So you're like saying more how like Shakespeare and love was for Shakespeare. Do that more for like Poe. How they showed Shakespeare as kind of one of the lower rent dudes who's banging whores and kind of just writing pages to pay the rent. Yeah, yes. You know, show it like that, yes. how he was. Like a little darker, more... Yeah, gritty. Yeah. I, that, that's what I want to see. Who would you choose to play Poe? God, that's a hard one. Well, for one, you can't can bring John Cusack. You can't bring him back because he already did no, that. No. no, and I'd go for Younger. Yes. Um, I'd do Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood or Daniel Radcliffe for them? You know, I think Daniel Radcliffe would do good. If I had to pick between them, I think Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, I, th- I think one of those guys. I, I think they they do really. And Elijah Wood already has a a, a big thing. He helped, uh, he, he helped produce that movie you love so much, Mandy, that uh, mm-hmm. uh, Nick Cage was in. Yeah. Yeah, he was one of the producers of that, and he's got a, a pretty good uh, horror pedigree going on. Well, both so I think Elijah Wood would do. And good both the two guys, you can you can put them in, and you can make them look younger and older than they are. Oh yeah, easily. So I think they would be a good fit. Yeah. But who could who could play the darker, grittier, you know, a little more? See, uh, hmm? see, I think for like the darker, grittier, I think Elijah Wood would do better. Really? After seeing him as, like, Frodo going up, you know, Mount Doom, and he's all just wore out and just... Man, you can just see the emotion wearing on him. Mm-hmm. Like, Daniel Radcliffe, yeah. Like, you see you see the emotional range, and, of course, Harry Potter, and the a slew of other movies he's done that are just as fantastic yeah. in the stage plays. But, I don't know, Elijah Wood just feels like he'd have it to me. Let's see here. Um, 
Or Cillian Murphy. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, man. Come on. Let's see here. What are some movies he was in that... Let's see. Um... Who? Hmm. No, I'm looking up uh, uh, Elijah Wood on IMDb. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'm looking at... Uh... Hey, he was in Back to the Future Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> he was, actually. He really was. Um... You know, I mean, I mean Daniel... he, he was in, he was in the remake of Maniac. He was, which is a horror, good horror, great horror guy who scalps his victims and puts them on mannequins. Whoa! Yeah, uh, I mean, he, he has a range, man. I'm telling you, I think he could really do it. Daniel Radcliffe, he, he's uh... he did the Woman in Black, great horror movie. Where's the one? Where's that one kid? Um, I'm trying to think here. What? What movies are they? Come uh, on. Who, who was it on Sin City? Which uh, that played the Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Hmm. Okay. He was in the second Sin City, the one who was the gambler. That's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. The one with the glasses. He... Oh, that's Elijah Wood, dude. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's Elijah Wood. Yeah. I'm thinking. Kevin, okay, I'm thinking Kevin, of the one who the one who keeps the heads. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's Kevin. Yeah. That's Elijah Wood. Okay. I think you know. Okay. We, that would be a good choice. God, I else? think so. I think I. I really think so. As a young Poe, dye his hair, you know, or just grow it out and make it look a little poo. I think he'd do great. Hmm. I'll email him. We'll see what he says. Matter of yeah, fact, we'll, you got we'll Instagram. A phone call. You got Instagram, right? Yeah. Come friends with him on Instagram and Instagram and say, "Me and my buddy think you should play Edgar Allan Poe." And if you do, you got to give us a shout out because we think you would be fantastic at it. I could do that. And then put like heart, heart, winky face, winky face, kiss, 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 heart, heart, winky <laughs> face, kiss, kiss. Okay, I can heart, do that. Heart, heart, winky face, winky face. Wait, wait, wait. Kiss, heart, kiss. heart, winky face, winky face, kiss, kiss. Yeah, and then put love Gary Parker, and you can even put my address. <laughs> <laughs> the the Unabomber Part Two, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What? Okay, think of any. Uh, uh, I, I kind of like that. There, there are movies. So many movies out nowadays are just they're like the same thing, just different name or whatever, different yeah. actors, little changes here and there. Something different. A historical person that would be great. Maybe someone who a movie was done back anywhere between the 40s up until like the 90s or something, but it's been a long time. You know, something, a, a, an individual prominent in history. Yeah. Uh, let me try to think. Who would be a good one? Well, I mean, you're talking like historical figure yeah. or mythical figure or infamous historical. figure. Historical. Like from any time? Yeah. I'd like to see a good Napoleon. And I think Gary Oldman, <laughs> even him playing, you know, he played Churchill. Yeah. I would. I think he'd be fantastic as an, and Napoleon was not supposedly short. You know, it's just a myth started. Like he was average height of 5'7 to 5'8. He was, he was like, our height. Yeah, and I, I honestly, 
Well, yeah, I'm five, <laughs> seven, five, eight, depending on what tape measure I use and if I just woke up. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, I, I would love to see a modern movie done about that, about his invasion of Russia. Oh, yeah. Like, about that that part of the war. Just that like, alone. Where, where just that, that confidence was riding high, and then to see it ebb and, you know, his banishment to Elba, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I think that would be awesome. And, I, I you know, I think... Like, Again, I'm one of the great actors, Gary Oldman, or um, uh, Javier Bardem, mm-hmm. or somebody like that. So, uh, somebody English, or you know, not an American actor, yep. like a, a real a real thespian to play it. You know, would be fantastic. Oh, uh, you know who's a really good actor, uh, and that does a really good at impersonating people. A British actor. He was the he played Sherlock on that uh, Sherlock Holmes uh, TV show. We're talking about Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, yes, Cumberbatch. Yeah, yeah. You know, he could actually play a good Poe. Yeah, 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 now that you mention it, yeah, he could. That would be good. He'd have to play him more towards the end of his life, because Poe died young. Yeah, he did. That's the thing, is you can't put him too old. Because the second you start getting, like, a a 40-year-old actor, I don't know how old Benedict Cumberbatch is, but I'm saying a 40-year-old actor, you're kind of pushing the limit of credulity, you know what I mean? Well, Cumberbatch, he looks young, he does, and I think he can pass as long as if you you do, like, a childhood, you get, like, a little actor for there, but then you start off from, like, when he was in college and dropped out or whatever, you start from there, and that's when you put him. From that point yeah. to his death. Yeah, I guess you could do that. Yeah, I think that would. I think that would work. I liked him in the movie The Imitation Game. Hmm. I don't Benedict think Cumberbatch. Oh man, about Alan Turing, the Godfather of computers. Man broke the Enigma code. Ooh. Oh, bro! If you haven't seen that, that that movie became like a staple for me because that's what I, you know, I was a code breaker for the military so watching that it was like wow this is how they estimated he shortened world war ii by by years just his efforts damn yeah yeah he was tremendous alan turing the imitation game yeah check that out He, he fantastic fantastic movie I think he won an award for that or something, like a Golden Globe or a BAFTA or something. I got that. I got it written down. I'm going to check that out. Oh. Yeah, that's that's one to check out. I, I was going to so, have a topic today, but oh, I never did get to it. I'm sorry. No, I never got to it. I got busy with other things. And uh, mail, text, statements. You're a busy man. I am not a busy man. You are not a busy man. I just multitask too much because I forget to do shit. Yeah. Well, that that is the memory issue too. So you know. Yeah, you don't know when. Uh, you're but I can only pull that card so many times. <laughs> True. <laughs> until until someone says I'll oh, bullshit too many times, and then I'm like, oh, seriously, I, I do have memory problems. <laughs> like, oh yeah. What was your right. name again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, dude, there's like like whole days I just won't remember at all. Yeah, see, that's not good, bro. And it's just, it's what it is. Huh? Yeah. Oh. So, um, 
I thought mm-hmm. a couple units back from my uh, gunsmithing thing, I was starting my project. I was wrong. I'm on my fourth unit, and now is when I start the my project for the first project. I think there's like well, nine projects together, but there's and there's any there's uh, seventeen units for the advanced gunsmithing course, and so far I'm on unit four. And uh, there's in like yeah, out of seventeen units, it's comprised of sixty three lessons. Uh-huh. So I'm like on lesson. 10 11 or 12 or something like that i can't remember but i'm at the point now where i actually start my uh first one which is uh the the, the finishing the sanding and and you know the, the, just the, the butts the the stock of it basically it's gonna they get an old wooden stock it's they put a little damage to it so i've got mm-hmm. to you know go in there and fix it with the tools that they supply me and everything i do gotta buy some sandpaper now think about it so you're gonna have to redo the stock yeah yeah i do the stock uh, once I get over them, I mail it to them, and then they'll grade me on that. And then uh, they basically what they do is for each uh, actual project, they send you the pieces for it. So Really? Yeah. So they send you the stuff for it? Yeah. I mean, in the very beginning, they give you all the tools that you need. There may be uh-huh. some like little tools like here and there that you can buy on your own, but for like the big stuff, they send you. And it's... it's uh, it's it's pretty cool, and each each unit and lesson I can download in a PDF from the website. Uh-huh. That's, when you do the exams, it's all on there. Uh, but also for all that paperwork that's there, I have the physical paper copies, and it's it, huh. it's shoved in two of those five inch three ring binders. I've got yeah. two of those just packed with the less you know, sixty three something lessons. But because uh, each uh, each um, unit it has like anywhere between two to four lessons, and after each lesson it has like a little quiz that you know it's just more your quiz you do yourself. The mm-hmm. answers are at the end. But after the uh, at, after those particular lessons are done for that whole unit, then there's the exam, which they'll give you the actual exam in a paper or whatever, and like you can print it out if you want and study it. And so what, that's what I'll do. I mean, I'll print it out. I'll kind of look it up and like, okay, after I've gone through the whole unit, you know, I'll, I'll be like, okay, and I'll write down, you know, what I think it is and the answer. So then you go onto the actual website and that's where you do the actual test for each unit. Okay. So you got quizzes and then test. And then the, so the hands-on project. At the end of it, you'll be qualified to work on what types of weapons? Uh, I'll be, uh, I'll be a certified or is it to like, be a gunsmith. like, so like you can do bluing and yes yes everything wow very cool man yeah that's cool i mean but but even then i mean once i do that it doesn't mean i can i can just start up my own business and i'm good to go you know no i mean it it, it, more more so i would have what i need to work underneath somebody that's got the time and experience on it yeah i got you i got you but, um, I mean, shit, if I want, I could do this as a hobby just for, you know, hey, you know, give me a hundred bucks and I'll fix this. But. Right. And I honestly, I, I've, I've thought about the idea of uh, uh, getting going into this career field once I'm, you know, finished with it, with the schooling. Um, I, I've contemplated it. I don't know if that's something I want to do or not, but um, I could. Or I could just. You know, finish the course, pass it, and just have that as just an extra, you know, thing on the list of things I've done. 
I don't know. <laughs> Another thing to put on the shelf. Yeah. Qualified for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's sad, isn't it? <laughs> no, see, and that's one of the things that's so cool. Like, I love that you do stuff like that. Like, even if you don't use it, you have this thing that you put on a shelf and say, I did it. Yeah. And that's what it's about. It's about personal accomplishment. It doesn't mean that you use it every day or that you're out there, you know, fucking red jacking it up, making all these weird things. You don't have to. It's just a neat achievement for yourself, man. Uh, and that's all That's all you should do things for is just for your own self-gratification, for just, your own self-improvement. Yeah, I, I just realized one of my tracking certifications just expired. Oh, way to go, dumbass. Now, well, I, see, now somebody's going to be lost and you're not certified. And what happens? Well, I, technically, and here's the thing I found out about this. Because, one, out here they have a, uh, uh, the what is that called? A good Samaritan law or whatever it is. I which, guess. like, for medical-wise, I can, even though I, my... Um, yeah, if you cause damage trying to help somebody, you're not allowed to be sued. Yeah, I mean, and I can, I can, yeah. I can do the aid up to the highest point that I've got trading in. Yeah. So I mean, and my highest certified outside the military was uh, was the um, wilderness first aid, yeah. which is basically take first aid and you're going to be with a person for an extended period of time. Really, is what it is. So you have mm-hmm. to change certain things because you're in there for the long haul, not just a phone call. Hey, come pick this guy up. You know, you're you're in it for the long haul. And so you're in the woods just... and you got to kill them in order to get out alive on your own. Exactly. You know, kind of like and say uh, I don't know why Barry didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> but I got his shoes. Check these out. I got his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Robbing corpses. <laughs> but uh, I mean, for tracking, here's the thing with this. Um, if, if there's a need where it's there and my, and my certification has run out, um, mm-hmm. the, there's a the whole thing like anytime, for instance, for, uh, for my search and rescue, anytime I train or go out to, uh, on missions with them, I'll log it in, in a book and I'll put yeah. down like the date, you know, time is from this time, this time, or just the number of hours and the location. You know, nothing specific, you know, basically that. As long as I have that, and I'll do the same, like, if I do tracking, I can sit there and go on the sidewalk, and I can just go up, like, a block, and I can go up and down that for, I can do track. That can be tracking, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm following, you know, sign. I'm following track traps, you know, prints or, you know, poop or whatever. I mean, as long as I'm logging it and I I can show, hey, I was certified from this time to this time, so if it comes into a court, I can be like, here, these were my certifications I had prior to, so I never throw them away. And I'm like, here's what I have, and from all the ones I was uh, uh, certified from, and you don't just take the last one, you take even the first one, the last one, and like all the hours, you know, that you've done over the years. And so that way they can see, okay, you're really competent enough that, yes, this guy at least is competent to know, you know, this or this or this. So... Mm-hmm. If I have to, yeah. So, like, just same with GSI. When I go out and do stuff, I log my hours with that. You know, and uh, for Team Rubicon, it's different. I don't because it's I don't use those with with Team Rubicon. Yeah. Um. 
but yeah, it, it's it's uh, I like I said, I just realized that my uh, my last tracker one is expired, and the only way I can get that uh, redone is go to the mainland. I have to fly to the mainland. The guy oh. is he's in uh, Reno, Nevada, and that's the guy that trained me. So in order, because he. The only reason he came out here before is because some of the other SAR units that, um, one of them, it's Maui. It's actually Maui Search and Rescue. I'm a honorary uh, member of that team because mm -hmm. I work with them. I've trained with them, but I don't live on Maui. I live on Oahu, and I'm a part yeah. of Oahu Search and Rescue, but not, but, so I, I, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm with them if they need body or something. Like, I've been asked, hey, can you go to a Molokai, help out with one there? And hmm. There was one, I think, last year or the year before, and I was getting ready to head out, but it was right before COVID, I think. But they, in a uh, police or, or a hiker or something, found the guy's body before anybody ever got sent out. Um, but, yeah, it, it's... Uh, <clears throat> Keep I keep I keep a copy of everything you know everything I've been certified even if it's something cheesy as an online course like FEMA ICS one hundred you mm -hmm. can do that in like twenty minutes and it's just Jesus <laughs> it, it's simple you know what I mean but keep copies of that shit man get get oh, digital yeah. copy and get a physical copy you know any stuff you qualify anything like that um, dude one thing the military taught me was keep copies of everything exactly. That's uh, <clears throat> like, for instance, if I have digital copies, I'm going to have one on my computer. I'll have another one in like emails and then I'll have another like in a Google Drive or something. That's so, anal. I that know. is anal. But that's me. That's how I, 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 I like the rule of three. Hey, there you go. Rule redundancy. of three. Redundancy is the, the rule of three is redundancy. Yeah. You know what? I'm Two writing that down. One, that's mine. One is none. That's mine. The rule of three is redundancy. That's my phrase now. You can't steal it. I won't. I'm going to. It's all yours. Copyright that. Promise. Or whatever it is. <laughs> we'll copyright that bad boy for you. Let me write that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Shit. <clears throat> mm, excuse me. So, yeah, I, I had a topic i wanted to do and i think i'm gonna do next episode uh the trial okay. trial bar by ordeal Ooh, yeah so something like the vikings did or something like that it's basically like an old judicial practice you know which the guilty or innocence was accused of depending on you know kind of like the whole you know you put a witch if you know, the you, Salem witch trials, yeah, if they if they drown, they're innocent. If yeah. they float, they're witches. <laughs> so either way, they're either going to be dead, or they're either dead or going to be dead. One of the two. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That'll be interesting. Yeah. That's... I want to hear about more of these. <laughs> well, it's a pretty big packet that I printed out, so. Cool. Hopefully, I have I got enough info on it. But uh, let's see here. It is fucking hot as shit, and I may have to cut this short here soon. Sorry, right, bro. Yeah. Let's cut this one out just a little bit, and I will upload all three. 
all three. All right, partner. All these podcasts. We will not do another podcast until I upload all three of these. The first threesome either of us have ever been involved in. I know. Coming up at you. Exactly. <laughs> It'll be about three minutes. It's <laughs> about how long it would take. <laughs> it's 21 minutes in dog years. It's, hey, there you go. That works for me. Right. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, uh, folks, as usual, like we say, do something nice for somebody. Be humble and don't be a douchebag. Don't be a douchebag, brother. Bye bye, nipples. Bye. <laughs> bye bye, <laughs> nipples.